You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. At America Trends, we only talk about what your social media says is trending. So let's get back to a big trend right now. Sadly, anti-Semitism is rampant on college campuses in America. And at the University of California campuses, they rank number five, according to a study back in March of this year, as the worst place to be if you're Jewish. Joining me at this time is a friend of ours, Tammy Rossman Benjamin. Tammy is the co-founder and director of the AMCHA Initiative. Tammy is one very brave, courageous American. Thank you for being with us tonight, Tammy, and my friend. And I'm glad my to call you that. To, my pleasure to be there with you, Barry. So let's talk. I know this is bad news, but people need to know, especially the ones that don't know what's going on. Tell us what AMCHA Initiative is. Well, we're an organization, we've been around for a few years, we're an organization that uh, investigates, monitors, and combats campus anti-Semitism on campuses across the country. So, tell us how bad it really is. Well, it's bad and it's getting worse. Um, we're seeing, the, the trends that we're seeing is really, um, really very alarming. We are seeing Jewish students who are being um, assaulted and harassed and intimidated, their property destroyed, um, their speech suppressed on campuses really across the country. And one of the things that is most um, clear in our research, because we keep track of this and we've done a few very large studies on about 120 campuses that are most popular with Jewish students. And what we found is that there was a very strong correlation between anti-Zionist activity, for instance, the boycott divestment sanctions um, movement and campaigns that, are, that have really um, infiltrated college campuses throughout the country. Um, there's a very strong correlation between anti-Zionist activity and anti-Jewish hostility. So the more anti-Zionist activity, the more BDS activity, um, the more the, the, the presence of student groups that are responsible for BDS activity, such as Students for Justice in Palestine, along with uh, faculty who are responsible, or at least who are who have endorsed the boycott of Israel, the more we have uh, those elements on campus, the more likely it is that Jewish students will be targeted for harm, for harassment, assault, intimidation, discrimination, suppression of speech, things like that. So let's talk about the man behind the curtain. There's always a cause, and there's always money at that cause. I've, I've written a great deal over the years about BDS and where the money's coming from, from radical Islamic front groups, uh, some out of the Middle East and some domestic, who don't even hide what their intentions are and where the money's going and how they're buying support. Does that link up to what you're finding? Well, I think it does, but it's not a factor that we've, um, that we actually have, have pursued very much. What we care about is making sure that, that Jewish students are safe on college campuses. That is our mission. And to that extent, I mean, I think that, that the money, 
um, it, it would be interesting to expose where the money comes from, but the fact is that a lot of what happens on campus doesn't take a lot of money. It doesn't take a lot of money to hate, and it doesn't take a lot of money to translate that hate into hateful action that harms particular uh, groups on campus. And what we're seeing more and more is that, that a lot of hate is being directed at Jewish students, whether or not they support Israel, even though a lot of the animus has to do with uh, with Israel, it gets transferred to Jewish students on college campuses in a way that, that is, it doesn't even care whether or not a Jewish student is pro-Israel or not. So that's what, we, that's what we care the most about. Where the money comes from is, is less, um, less of an issue for us because, as I said, it doesn't take a lot of money to, um, to spew hate. Uh, in the classroom or in the campus square, it, it um, you know, the, the, the faculty, for instance, are, are paid by the university, and yet they can, they can be promoting BDS, promoting um, uh, anti-Zionist activity in their classrooms, just as well as SJP can do it with an apartheid wall or horribly anti-Semitic speakers that they bring to campus. And ultimately, the impact that it has on Jewish students is really tremendous and, and very alarming. Well, as you know, uh, since we are friends, uh, it's gotten personal with me. My three of my sons were um, members of AE Pi fraternities, and I'm seeing swastikas painted on the walls of those fraternities. And they're largely Jewish students, and literally, it's like the Nazis are back from World War II. And obviously, you know my wife, Dr. Denise, who has lived through it as a college professor, where all of a sudden, because she loves America and loves the American-Israeli relationship, She's a pariah because that's not politically correct on her campus. And thank you for what you've done for what she's been through. That's right. I mean, she and I actually shared that experience. We've, you know, for speaking up, if you speak up either for Israel or as I do for Jewish, on behalf of Jewish students uh, against anti-Semitism, not even on behalf of Israel, because what we, we're not an Israel advocacy organization, we are a Jewish student advocacy organization, but even to speak up on behalf of Jewish students and against anti-Semitism, you are liable to be uh, singled out and defamed and harassed and intimidated. Um, and and as, a, as a faculty member, I was as well at University of California campus at Santa Cruz. Yeah, you, what, you, what you've been through is absolutely horrific. And uh, I have so much admiration for you fighting back instead of being quiet after what's happened to you because you dared to exercise your First Amendment rights. Well, what I, what I learned, Barry, is that, uh, or what I understood to be true from my experience, is that if this could happen to me, a faculty member um, who, who is much less vulnerable than a student, how much more so to students who are very vulnerable and who can't really defend themselves and who will really just, um, you know, not really know how to deal with it. And the problem is that, that the administrators have been much less sensitive to what Jewish students are experiencing than, than other ethnic minorities, which is really something that we're trying to turn around. And we have made some inroads at the University of California in this regard. Um, and I know your organization and, and, and many others, about 50 uh, organizations came together, um, and we were part of that effort as well last March to get the University of California to urge them to adopt really a landmark statement that acknowledges that anti-Zionism is a form of anti-Semitism and that anti 
anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism need to be treated like all other bigotry. They should not be treated any less vigorously or promptly as racism, sexism, homophobia, uh, which the university does, you know, not a perfect job, but a much better job of uh, addressing than anti-Semitism. All right, so, so, so Tammy, real quick, two questions and then we got to go. Sure. It's horrific on the University of California campuses. How did it get so bad here? Is it the progressive movements? What is it? I think it has a lot to do with the faculty. And I do think that there are a lot more progressive faculty, but a lot more faculty who have declared themselves to be anti-Zionist. Students come and go, but the faculty really create the, in, in a very um, uh, uh, profound way. They, they, they're the ones who are responsible for campus climate. Um, and, and, and so I really do feel that, that part of what's happening at the University of California has a lot to do with faculty. Tammy, thanks for being with us. I urge you, America, look her up. She's doing good work. She needs your help. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.